You may kill me, but you may never insult me. Who am I? I'm Kevin Jack Sparrow. Get the truth about movies on the movie show. If he were telling the truth, he wouldn't have told us. <laughs> Tell them, Sparrow. Unless, of course, he knew you wouldn't believe the truth, even if you told it. Mm-hmm. Hello. Joey, it's Ross. I need some help. Help has come your way because you are listening to the movie show. What is up? Hello. This is the movie show. On your favorite radio station. Podcast. <laughs> Podcasting mm-hmm. service. Online. Uh-huh. Downloadable. Mm-hmm. Two. Yes, in medium, high, or low quality. <laughs> oh, you didn't know that, did you? <laughs> That's why I just Now you that. do. Yes, and I am Sash. And my name is Ryan, if you don't know me. And today we are going to be reviewing the latest Marvel film. Black Widow. Okay, not like latest, latest, because technically it's the second latest because the latest, latest is Black- Shang Chai. Black Widow doesn't sound. Uh, I mean, if you if it had a voice like a trailer voice, Black Widow, I, I, it doesn't <laughs> sound right. Hey, Black Widow. No, 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 right? No, no, no. That <laughs> one. It's. I guess to that's the, why it's just. But no, no. Don't they say? Wasn't there a guy's voice? I don't know. I feel like I remember there being I a guy's remember, voice. Yeah, I don't remember any voice to be honest with you. But yeah, so Black Widow. Is the latest, second latest. Do you know that this film was actually supposed to start off the next phase of Marvel, but it was held back due to COVID, obviously. So it was supposed to be released in 2020, but it was held back. And as a result, what what started the next phase for Marvel was the One Division miniseries. But this was actually supposed to be phase, f- the next phase of Marvel was supposed to be introduced by Black Widow. Black Widow. Mm-hmm. Hmm. But then, yeah. Because, I mean, we had this trailer already. We had the trailer out already in 2020. In fact, I still thought the film was coming out at the end of 2020. And then it didn't. And then, yeah, it only got released. Mm-hmm. Well. And just to give you a little bit of scandal. So, Scarlett Johansson is one of the producers of this film. And do you know that she sued Disney? Because Disney released this film in theaters, oh. but at the same time, at the same time, released it on Disney+. Plus. This was that film. This was that film. Oh, okay. Yep. So she she literally sued them because she's... But I, for me, I don't understand why they did that. Like, I really don't understand why they did that. She obviously sued them after, right? I don't think that it was... Because she's a producer, number one. So she actually does have the right to to do that because she should be involved in that decision. But then secondly, as far as I know, I think you never release a film in cinemas and on a streaming site at the same time. Because then you're not going to cinemas. Obviously, because, and that's the the cinemas where you get your, obviously for Disney, like it doesn't matter for them. Like Disney, in fact, they'll probably get more out of doing it on Disney Plus because all of it's coming directly to them. And you have to yeah. pay for what they call premiere access, uh, your access. So it's when you, you, you either go, as far as I understand it, you, you either up your subscription to, to, so that you have like a premiere subscription type of thing, or you can purchase that specific film and they'll give you, they'll then let you watch it. Even though you already have a subscription, they'll then like add that film onto your subscription. So for Disney, I think it kind of suited them 
two. Yeah. So this is the first and possibly the last MCU film to be released in theaters and Disney Plus at the same time. Yes, it'll never happen again. Yeah, I don't think it will. So I hope those Disney Plus viewers I don't think that should happen again. Like, that is just... Yeah, that is... So this is the 24th film of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Can you believe it? 24th. Who's counting? um, IMDb. (laughs) They are. (laughs) And you know what's weird is Black Widow is like one of the original... I mean, she is part of the original Avengers. So... And I know like in watching like behind the scenes clips and that, they've been wanting to make a Black Widow standalone film. In fact, they wanted to do it before Wonder Woman even came out. But then obviously Wonder Woman beat it. I think at the time they were concerned that a superhero movie with a leading female character wouldn't do too well. Obviously now on all the feminist tips that were on, everyone's like, yeah! females all the way which is for me like stupid but yeah so they didn't make it at that time instead wonder woman got in ahead except wonder woman wasn't the first super female superhero film to be made because supergirl beat it oh yes which i don't think i will ever watch i didn't like the series i think that there was a film that was released uh, quite a quite a while back actually i think like quite a while back they did the i don't know if it was in the 60s I could be wrong, but I think it was the 60s. And yeah, now they've, they've done Black Widow finally. Yeah. Now, I know what yeah. you're thinking. But Black Widow died in Endgame. Yes. Unfortunately, she's still dead. This story takes place after, just after the events of Captain America Civil War. That's right. Which they link it up very nicely. And then the post-credit scene, there's two post-credit scenes. The first post-credit scene is, shows... Black Widow by inf- the, the, the events of not I- uh, Infinity War, yes, not Endgame because she's got the short blonde hair. So that, that snippet there is from, would, would, that matches up with Endgame. I mean, uh, sorry, Infinity War. Endgame, I don't know if you remember, she, her hair had grown out so it was, it was red at the top and blonde at the bottom because obviously the five years had passed and clearly all the hairdressers disappeared in the blip. So, no, I'm joking, but yeah. So, the, the, this film is kind of like, uh, it's an origin story. It is a, it's not really an origin story, but it is an origin story. Because it, it's not, it's not going back in the past, showing like how Black Widow got to S.H.I.E.L.D. It's not, it, it takes place after, like I said, Civil War, but it does give you the information into who Black Widow is, where did she come from. Yeah. So, that that's... Unfortunately, Black Widow is still dead. In fact, the other post-credit scene, her sister goes and visits her grave. So, and I'm not spoiling. I had to remember again. I, I, was, I was like, wait, 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 wait. How, how did she? Oh, and then yeah. Yeah, yeah, something else happens. So, yeah, it is the last appearance of Scarlett Johansson as Black Widow in the Marvel c- Cinematic Universe, which I think is quite sad. I'm like, it sucks. I like think there's other exciting things happening. I think there are other exciting things, but like to think it's the last time, like it's the last time we're going to see this character. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like the lost. We are never seeing Scarlett Johansson. Although, shame, what, one thing she did say is the fight scenes, because they were asking like, have they become easier? And she actually said no, because she's older now. So she feels it's a lot more painful to do all of the different stunts oh, and right. that because, yeah, because... She fights. There's... There's one uh, Black Widow signature move that uh, she does. She like almost has her legs around the mm-hmm, person's mm-hmm. neck, 
and then flips them back. Like they really did that. Yeah. Like that's crazy. Yeah, no, the the stunts is. I mean, they she, did have stunt doubles, but they do a lot of the stunts yeah, themselves. I, th- I think her one. I don't know if it was a stunt double, but I think it was almost like her instructor and stunt double at the same time, sort yeah. of did that move and then they taught her and then she really did it in, yeah. I can't remember which one it was, it might have been the end game where she did it to um, Happy. The mm. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, and like he really got flipped. And if you look at it, like if you actually look at the move, it's crazy. like your neck should be broken. So that's really well, yeah, um, because you literally flip and you're on your head. Yeah, no, it's and, crazy. And she does it often. She does do it often. Yeah, yeah, so that's like, at least she knows how to do that. Yeah. The director, now this was very interesting for me. So the director is Kate Shortland. So I, I've never heard of this. I've never heard of her before. I still went to search what other movies she's done and there wasn't a lot. So I was like, okay, wait, who is this woman? So Kate Shortland was born on the 10th of August, 1968, is an Australian screenwriter, film director, television director, and television writer. Now, Over 70 directors were considered and interviewed for this film. 70 directors. Among these names included Chloe Zhao. She was the first choice, but she actually opted out and went and directed Eternals. So she's actually the the director of Eternals. And then there were other people. uh, I don't know some of these people, but a woman named... um, Lucretia Martel was the second choice but declined the offer due to disagreements over several aspects of the film with the studio. Marvel wanted to take part in designing the action... uh, Sorry, Martel, the director, the almost director, wanted to take part in designing the action sequences, change the use of special effects and have final decision on the use of music soundtrack, which she criticized it as hard and painful. Obviously, they didn't. They were like, nope, not you. We don't want you. And then Kate Shortland was ultimately chosen after Scarlett Johansson voiced her support on the studio's choice. That's like crazy. Like, only does that happen with Marvel. It might be a good thing because it almost creates something different, something fresh. Yes. Obviously, you've got to trust that the director um, is not going to make a flop of the film. Mm-hmm. But uh, for me, that's kind of cool. Yeah kind of cool movie. I think it is one of the cool things Marvel does is it's not the say it's not the the Russo brothers always directing all the different films yeah, like because we would have a lot of cliffhangers right you know, like all like the they, time they did uh, they did all Avengers right all of the Avengers yeah. all four Avengers but then you had like Taika Waititi come in for Thor Ragnarok which was brilliant that was so good and then they get like the different directors which is nice because then every film has its own style so it's all Marvel obviously but there is it's not like you're watching the same movie over and over and over again so yeah but that was quite interesting how 70 directors 70 whole directors that's crazy I'm actually interested now to watch Eternals just to see how Chloe, because obviously she was the first choice to direct this film, but then she wanted to do Eternals instead, which is coming out at the end of this year. But like, I'm actually interested now to watch it just to see her directing style, because I know she's actually won awards and that um, I think she she was involved in a film called No Man, not No Man's Land, Normal Land or not something that I know won awards last year. Yeah. So budget for the film is 200 million US dollars, box office 371.5, which is actually terrible for a Marvel Marvel film. Yeah. It didn't even double. Well, um if we compare to other films in that that's probably 
not the best you're gonna get, but it's if you if you've done that, you, you're lucky. <laughs> yeah, right but now. I think that definitely was hurt by Disney Plus. Mm, definitely, that's true. Definitely, yes. definitely. Yeah, maybe it that's would why, have been more if. Maybe that's why she sued them. Because I know people. Who, so I really wanted to watch this film in cinemas. I really, really did. But then what happened here was we had, so we were going to go and then we got a second lockdown where, well, with the lockdown restrictions, suddenly closed cinemas again. So then we couldn't. Then we looked again. At, I think it's still showing in cinemas. But then when we wanted to go, there was a whole mix up. So then we actually ended up watching it. Yeah. On Disney, Disney Plus. Plus. So we were going to go to the cinemas. But then, yeah. You can... Can you rent movies of, of Disney Plus? I think you said that earlier. If you so, don't have a subscription... No, no. I, I, no, I don't know about... So, I don't know the exact uh, rules, but I know that if... So, that you get... So, when films first come out, so it happened with Black Widow, it also happened with... What was the previous Disney film that came... Oh, Jungle Cruise. It happened with Jungle Cruise. So, any Disney film that comes out, Cruella, it also happened It happened with... You get... They, they go into... A, a, a thing called Premiere Access. So you can see it. Obviously, any subscriber can see it. But if you want to watch it, you have to... Yeah. But I think... I don't know. That there's either two things. The one is you have to upgrade your subscription to that Premiere subscription. Or I think what they do let you do is you can purchase the film so that you can gain early access. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. So you like pay... Yeah. Now, by coincidence, Johans, jo, yeah, Johansson, Scarlett Johansson, and, okay, I've always pronounced her name wrong, so I, we are going to fix it now on the movie show, although I still, I still feel like our previous pronunciation makes more sense. So, Florence, <laughs> I'll say her surname now, she was in Little Woman, she was also, oh, she was in that movie Fighting with the Family, Ryan, you know that movie, right? Yeah. Yes, that was a cool movie. I, I actually really like her as an actress, like... I think I th I think she's really good and also she's she's really good with like fight sequences and stuff just like yeah but her surname is spelled P U G H Ryan P U G H how would you pronounce that Pugh, right P U G H yeah Gh. or or Pugh. <laughs> that's like and she's British so it's not even like she's French or something right do you know how you pronounce her surname Florence Pugh yes. Florence Pugh. That is how you pronounce her surname. I was shocked. Because I was like, I feel like I'm not pronouncing her surname correctly. So I went and searched. The correct pronunciation is Florence Pugh. That is how you pronounce it. Hmm. Yes. Anyway, back to the facts. So they competed together in 2020 for many Best Supporting Actress Awards, including the Academy Award and BAFTA Award. So Scarlett Johansson was running for her role in Jojo Rabbit and Florence was running for her role in Little Woman. But they actually competed against each other because Quite both, weird, eh? yeah, both of them yeah. were 2019 films. And then Scarlett and Marvel expressed interest in a potential Black Widow solo film several times over the, pr the preceding 10 years before development progressed with the hiring of Jack Schaffer and Kate Shortland in 2018. Even though Shortland the director, had no experience in directing big-budget big action films. That's why I was like, this is crazy. But she did such a good job. Honestly, the action in this film is good. It really is good. Like, the, the first fight sequence that you see between Scarlett Johansson and Florence Pugh. That, that fight, that fight is hectic. You know when you're like, oh! Ugh. That's, 
that was the part where I was looking at that and I'm like, okay, look, I understand you're all trained and stuff like that and maybe you've got good uh, muscle tone and stuff like that and that does help. But the way that they were throwing each other around the room no, that was crazy. smashing each other into door frames and stuff was breaking, I was just like, look, at some point... Uh, yeah, Someone your, dies. Your brain says, mm, <laughs> nope. bye-bye. I'm not doing this I'm anymore. I'm taking a break. I can't do this. <laughs> yeah, no. But that fight sequence really was... It really was... It was crazy. It was... Yeah, and I think that that was one of the the first scenes that Florence and Scarlett filmed together because Florence literally said she's never met Scarlett Johansson before in her life, and the first day she met her on set, she had to basically like throw her into a door frame. So literally, like the first, like hi, I'm Scarlett. Hi, I'm Florence. Okay, cool. All right, action. <laughs> literally, that's that's what happened. So, but that, they they really both are they they're they're really good. They they're really good. And Florence still said she was nervous to meet Scarlett because yeah, you know she like she had been in planes and air, um, airports for hours, and she was afraid that she smelled like his old suitcase. And the first scene they did together was their first fight scene in the movie. So on their first meeting, um, Florence had to choke Scarlett Johansson. That way to make that's a way to make a good impression. There we go. <laughs> yeah, so but it was really cool. And then so the film has come out fairly recently, but it is up for two awards. So the Women's Image Net- Network Awards of 2021. It's been nominated for Outstanding Actress, Scarlett Johansson, and then Outstanding Feature Film. But obviously hasn't won any awards as of yet. Yeah. Now, one of my favorite parts of the whole film was how Florence's character, Yelena, teases uh, Natasha Romanoff for being a poser. Yes. So she, which she is like Black Widow in yeah. every like, performance or film that she's been in. She does the pose with like the leg out and she lifts. Now, apparently, according to the writer, Eric Pearson, Florence Pugh teased Scarlett Johansson about Black Widow's iconic pose during filming. And so he wrote it into the script. So that actually was Florence oh, wow. teasing her, and then they put that in um, to the character, which I think is so cool. I wonder if it was on a like a set thing that just happened, or, or it was you know they heard and like okay, we want you to add that in. I th- I think it must have been if the writer is involved. I think they then wrote it yeah. in. So I think they would have heard they or heard. seen because you know how they you do do rewrites while filming. I mean yeah. we. We filmed adjustments. We the the film we're about to release. We had only finished half of the script when we started filming, and then we went on production break and completed the script, and then came back and then completed the, the rest filming. Of it, yeah, yeah. So you do have the the while filming they change, yeah, shift and change things around. Shift and change things, yeah. Also, the start of the film is brilliant. It really, really was good. The way they they started off, they they do like a complete back in the day, back in the eighties. I don't think. Ever throughout the entire MCU, do you see a I mean, child version? Yeah, yeah, that's you sort of see except Iron Man, but it wasn't a child child. It was just his young version of himself. I just remember, um, I, I can't remember exactly which uh, Marvel movie it was where you see uh, her other girls. They're practicing ballerina stuff. Oh, yes. Doing stuff. Wasn't that the second Avengers? I, I think so, yes. With Scarlet Witch, when Scarlet Witch... Yeah. You know, uh, yeah. So, you don't really get a background. You don't no. fully understand what exactly. You just know 
she comes from this Russian background. She's was obviously amongst and stuff that they did to her, and then that was it. And now, like you actually see the full. Okay, so this is exactly what. Yeah. This is why she's so hardcore. Yeah, this, no is, this is why she's so cool. Yeah. Why she can take a lot of a punch. Now the the girl that acted that played the role of young Natasha. Her name's Eva Anderson. Do you know whose daughter she is? Um. Yes, but I can't remember her name. You know the 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 film um, Monster Hunter. Yes. You know it was the director and his wife. The, his wife played the main yes, actress, right. and he directed. It's their daughter. Uh, she and she looks exactly like her mother. She literally is the splitting uh, yes. image of her mother. But also, she already speaks Russian, and she has a green belt in Taekwondo. So right, but she's really, she really. I think she did a really good job. The only yeah. thing I was confused about was the blue hair. That that I was like, as to why? Why is her hair, like there was red, but why was her hair blue? They had it. At, they said it. Obviously, there was a lot of hair changes throughout the whole MCU. So I heard that that added on to yeah, oh, covering up the red and then. Well, because sort of yeah, the little Yelena, the little Yelena, the girl that played her, she had blonde hair, and then obviously you were like, ah, that makes sense. Yeah, you instantly yeah, picked up. You picked that up. But same. I was also like, know. okay, wait, so that's the sister. That's, oh, yeah. okay, cool. So on July 6, twenty twenty, it was announced that Marvel Studios executives, including Kevin Feige, were so impressed with Florence Pugh's performance as Yelena Belova that they plan to include her in future MCU films, and she may even become the new Black Widow. In fact, Feige stated that this film was written to showcase her as much as Scarlett Johansson's Natasha Romanoff. And honestly, she really did do a good job. Like she, you didn't feel, you felt like it was Black Widow, but she was just as much of a main character yeah. and the two of them worked. It was nice to see a sister. Do you get what I'm saying? Like normally yeah. it's either romantic or it's like two dudes, like a sidekick or like, I we've seen Loki and Thor. We've seen the brother, oh, yes, 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 that, yes. which is, I, I love like Thor Ragnarok with the two of them. That was, it was so a real cool. brother. Yes. Yeah. But we've never really seen like a, a sister relationship it's funny how it's, the relationships are different yes. guys they're like buddy buddy oh ugh, dweeb yes you know? and then the sisters are, there's like the, this, the fight but, scene but was like hey that fight scene i thought at some point because it, it was hectic no it was I thought very at some hectic. point they're just gonna stop and they're gonna be like and then laugh and ha ah, where were you miss you ah my sister <laughs> but they they, they, nope. they were like wait wait that's girls for wait, you but yeah. that's that's like proper and really yeah no that was really that was really cool and i must be honest i'm I'm looking forward to seeing her in more MCU films. Like, I really... That is something I would like to see. Did you see the, the last, last credit, the post-credit scene? Right there. When she the goes to her, to, to Natasha's yes, grave. Yes, that's so the... So, at that point, a new character is revealed. Now, this, this, the, the character that was revealed, this... Black Widow was supposed to be the first time she was ever seen in the MCU. But obviously, as I said, the, um, the Black Widow was postponed. So she's actually been, she was in Falcon and Winter, Winter Soldier, which came out just after WandaVision. That's where I saw her for the first time. So when I saw her in the post credit scene, I'm, I haven't read the comics and I don't know the comic characters. I only know the film characters. But because of Falcon and Winter Soldier, I was like, oh! And then also, that it's, there's, Hawkeye is brought into the scene and what they're actually saying is that this post-credit scene between Yelena and her name is Valentina has been confirmed to be a setup for Hawkeye. So I think 
Florence, it looks like she's, she's going to be in Hawkeye. Back. Yeah. Which is so cool. Yeah. That's the next. So the, the latest Marvel miniseries that has just come out is Loki. So they brought out One Division, then they did Falcon and Winter Soldier, which I did not enjoy. Can I just. One Division was nice. Falcon and Winter Soldier, I did not enjoy it. It was too political. They were dramatic. And yeah. <laughs> Loki, okay. is, Loki, I'm currently watching. The only thing is that it's quite blasphemous. Like, they play on the whole god. Uh, and okay. the, yeah. And then the next, the next miniseries that is coming out is Hawkeye, which I personally am looking forward to because I like Hawkeye's character. Like, he's one of the almost lesser Avengers in a way. Do you get like, he's not Iron Man or he's not... Uh, Captain America, but I really enjoy his his character. So yeah, I think that is that is going to be really cool to see. Yeah. Yes. And then one of the reasons they actually hired Florence Pugh is because of her performance in Fighting with the Family. I was going to say if you were going to say um, yeah the other movie, <laughs> the What Little Woman. Yeah, I was uh, going to no, be no. like. Mm. <laughs> Okay, which part? This is the part, I guess. <laughs> Suppose that would have been like a, a cool... So, yeah, they say the main contenders for the role of Yelena were Emma Watson, which I don't personally think she could have pulled that off. She was also in Little Woman with, with Florence. But, yeah, it was Emma Watson. Sir Ronan, who was also in Little... Like, literally, I think the per they watched Little Woman and they were like, hmm, which one do you think would work as Minnie, Natasha's Minnie, sister? Money, mo. <laughs> and then um, Florence Pugh. Now, Watson... Um, was the front runner. Emma Watson was the, the front runner. But then ultimately Florence was cast. And according to the producers, the reason was because they saw her performance in Fighting With My Family, which gave her an added advantage behind her casting. So she wasn't the only person that they wanted, but it was ultimately that reason that got her into the role. And then, Ryan, you still messaged me about this actor. So we yes. obviously have Scarlett Johansson and Florence Pugh. Would you like to let us know who else is in Black Widow? David Harbour. I was just like, man, I know this guy. I know this guy. He had this beard, Russian accent. Where I'm do like, you know him from? Because I know him from one place. I, I know him from Stranger Things. Okay, yes. That's where yeah. I know him from as well, yes. So I just saw him and I'm like, ah, and I mean, he's such a nice guy in, in Stranger, Stranger Things. Stranger Things. So yeah. I... I, 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 I sort of remembered him as that guy yeah. and even in this film he's like a, he's quite a nice guy you know he's but he's oh he's irritated he's more obnoxious you know, in this one there, there, there's a lot of things uh that's about him uh that he often plays in a character that he bring that i saw in stranger things that i also saw in this film um like there's this thing he does where where he like if he's trying to like almost prove a point or something, then he shouts it out. What do you mean that I know? You know, it's yes. That. So I saw that quite often, and uh, it, was yeah, it was really, really, really good. No, his performance was good. Yeah, there was a joke because um he's basically so Captain America was America's super soldier, and in the Cold War, David Harbour's character, who's actually called the Red Guardian, was Russia's kind of like contestant to go against Captain America. So he's like the the Russian Captain America. It's the Soviet counterpart. Well, Captain too. Russia, yeah. yeah. But they were joking because he was saying, like, obviously uh, Chris Evans' physique was very, like, very toned and, you know, muscular. Bolts. And he was, like, proper. But he was saying he actually has more of a physique of Captain America, if we had to be honest. Or, yeah, then, so that was his joke. But then also Scarlett Johansson asked her husband, Colin Jost, 
who is a big Marvel Universe fan, to rehearse lines from the movie with her, but he refused because he wanted to avoid spoilers. He literally was like, nope, yeah, me honey, too. I'm not doing it. You're not, which is pretty I cool. I would also do the same. Yeah. I'd be like, forget it. Yeah, so her, her husband is a, is a big fan. Now, this is Scarlett Johansson's ninth time playing Black Widow, if you include Captain Marvel 2019. I don't remember her in Captain Marvel. It must have been a very small... I know Nick Fury was in it. Like, I want to go watch Captain... I feel like I need to... I want to watch the For whole... For me, the whole MCU is just one big mesh. I can't yeah. pick up which was to, from what film. I, I sort of... I rewatched Avengers with Falcon and Winter Soldier. I was kind of like, okay, I'm lost slightly. So I, re- I went back and watched all of the films that I needed for that. So I watched... Uh, Captain America, Winter Soldier, I watched Civil War, I watched the second Avengers. So like from there, I kind of am fine. But Captain Marvel, I only watched once, which was just before Endgame came out. Oh, yes. So, yeah. I, I think I think I watched that for Endgame. Yeah. Pro- I didn't watch because I wanted to. to. You had to, yeah. Yes. Yeah. And then Johansson's contract for the solo outing, although an extension is independent from her original contract, because with all the actors with Marvel, they get contracts. So you, you sign up for the next or for four Marvel, et cetera, et cetera. So, yeah, they, this was, though, an exception. And her salary for her supposedly final outing um, is about $25 million. US dollars with an additional six million bonus if the film makes nine hundred million worldwide. Which it is sure. One quarter one one third of the way there. So yeah. That's probably why she freaking sued them. Yes, well uh, yeah, I think <laughs> <sighs> Yeah. So at the time of the film's release, Scarlett Johansson is the only one to be featured in a film in each of the four phases of the MCU. How cool is that? That is awesome. She's literally in all four phases of the. Obviously, now, like, I'm sure with. Because the next. Uh, Thor is the next in the next Guardian. The what? In the, Thor oh, is in cool. the next Guardian no, that's I think, cool. movie. So he'll probably also be in. But Captain America won't be. Iron Man won't be. Hawkeye could be. Although I don't know if he was in each, fo- I don't think he was in each phase. I think I want new characters, eh? We we I mean, have awesome. new characters. That's what I'm looking forward we to. We have Eternals. Yes. We have Sh- Shang Chi. We have. And we don't know much about the new characters. So yeah, we don't. Especially the Eternals. Yeah. Except we have, if you're that, that if, we are completely maybe in the dark. if you're a Marvel comic fan, then maybe for you you're like, yeah, you know, not exactly. I'm looking forward, and then by name you name a name, and then other than that. Yeah. We want we want new. Yes. And then David Harbour and Rachel uh, Wees play Scarlett Johansson and Florence Pugh's adoptive parents. In real life, they are 9 and 14 years older than Johansson and 20 and 25 years older than Florence. Sure. So the gap between yeah. between them and Florence, even between Scarlett and Florence is quite big. So in the film, the, the prologue, which is the beginning of the film, is in 1995, and it establishes that Natasha is 11 and Yelena is 6 years old. This means that there's 5 years between the, the two characters, but in real life, Scarlett is 11 years, 1 month, and 12 days older than Florence. Hmm. Yeah. Okay, Ryan, this... This is interesting. 
This is the first Marvel Studio film to have a 4K digital intermediate. All previous films, regardless of being shot with 4K, 6K or 8K, were all downscaled afterwards to 2K. So this is the first 4K Marvel film. So we can, we can get uh, that, that 4K and... And watch it on a 4K screen. Might as well watch it in cinema, well, in your home cinema. Yeah. <coughs> if you have a 4K projector. If you have projector. a 4K, yeah. Then that would be really cool. My birthday's coming up. I think I should get that. <laughs> this was also weird that this is different from the comics. So in the movie, Red Guardian is a father figure to Natasha Black Widow. In the original comics, Alexi, who's, who's David Harbour's character, and Natasha were husband and wife. Serious? Yeah. My so they changed word. that for the films. I think she died. Also, she couldn't have had... Well, she could have had a husband, but you know she could never have children. Yeah. Because And then also they yeah. brought in the, the romance between her and Hulk, which was very pointless. But yeah, you know, it worked for the second Avengers. <laughs> and then... So I spoke about the... the uh, Valentina, that she was her first appearance was supposed to be in Black Widow, but instead it was in Falcon and Winter Soldier. Now, if you don't know who she is, I also didn't know who she was. In the comics, she's a high-level shield operative, but at the same time, she's also a high-level Hydra agent known as Madame Hydra. So that's who she is. She's oh, basically yes. a double agent working for both Shield and Hydra. So she's our, and she she. By the end of this film, we know that she's higher or she, she has Helena working for her. And then also, according to uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, so in Falcon and Winter Soldier, they, 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 because Chris Evans, Captain America, obviously he's, he becomes old because he decided to go back in time and spend the rest of his life with Peggy Carter. So they create a new Captain America. So in other words, they choose someone from the military and they give him super soldier serum. Right, So they create their own Captain America. But he basically turned into the villain. And at the end of the film, she hires him as well. So she now has the ex-Captain America, that's a super soldier, working for her, as well as Yelena. So I'm just like, mm, this chick is dangerous. She's officially, yeah. she's dangerous. Yeah. But otherwise, it was a very good film. The ending, there was a little bit of stuff that was far-fetched. <laughs> but it is a Marvel film. Every Marvel movie Every Marvel is film, the last, far-fetched. Yeah, especially the last battle. Like, yeah. But I thought, Ryan, how was the part where she, she bangs the table to break, to sever the nerve in her nose? Oh! And then she clicks it back. Oh! Like I said, <sighs> somewhere, somewhere your body just says, no, I'm done. Not happening. I'm good. I'm but finished. Except for in a Black Widow film. But that was hectic though. Literally, me, my sister, and my dad were all watching. And at that point where she, she moved it back, every one of us were like, ah! You know, it's bad when everyone... I think I was more uh, <laughs> on the head. That was like, oh! Uh, but at the same time, I was like, that is brilliant. That, that's so and the way they told the story there... The, the way they told the story was very good. The script writer was very good. I it was think very that's clever. going to strengthen her character in the next... Well, I suppose if mm. she pops up anywhere else I don't think again. she's going <laughs> to pop up anywhere else. Hey? Why now? I mean, that could uh, just adds... You, you I like, thought you, you wanted them. new characters. Uh, you see? You okay. see? <laughs> if we rewatch these films again... Uh-huh. Yeah, her character's going to be a lot stronger. So right. I'm going to go and watch <laughs> the entire MCU. I, I definitely want to go and rewatch the, the earlier films. I fully understand. Yeah. 
Natasha, I get you. No but I'm, I'm looking forward to Shang-Chi and I'm also looking forward to Spider-Man. Yeah. But they better bring Andrew Garfield in that film. And I'm really looking forward to The Eternals because those are the next three films. And then Hawkeye, I am looking forward to the miniseries. Yeah. So we're looking at November, December. Yes. And Shang-Chi's out. So. Yeah. <laughs> Go to your cinema? Not on Disney+. Plus. <laughs> uh, I actually haven't seen that one on Disney. Uh, no, no, no. I, they, they haven't. They never released. You see? After Black Widow, they were like, okay, guys, let's not do that again. Let's they haven't relax. released yeah. it on Disney Plus yet. Yeah. I haven't seen it. So, yeah, they learned their lesson with Black Widow. Um, so, in cinemas, Shang-Chi. Yeah. Go see I think it. that's how you pronounce his name. Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi. He tells you in the film. He tells you in the film, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But this has been the movie show. On your favorite ORSPS. With me, Sash. And myself, Ryan. And we will be back. Next week. Yeah, no n- no more. Hey, question. Mm. Black Widow. Is it like Black Widow is in a widow? <laughs> you know, is in a widow, woman, widow. Uh, or spider. Or Black Widow is in a spider. <laughs> I think both. Is it? Yeah, I feel like. It's crazy. Because yeah. none of them ever got married. Or do you think a Black Widow was named after because the Black Widow eats its male after, yeah. Yeah. Makes a lot of sense, it doesn't does it? It does make a lot of sense. Okay, well, there you go. There Some we go. to <laughs> stick with until next week. Yes, signing out. Cheers. Enjoying the Active FM shows? Well, then catch us on Instagram at Active FM triple seven, Twitter and Gab at Active FM, Facebook at Active FM forward slash triple seven, as well as YouTube at Active FM and our website at www.activefm.co.za. Don't stop. Don't hesitate. Find, follow and enjoy us on all our different platforms. You don't want to miss out.